Some evil ogres devise a formula on how to cook a baby, but Jack swoops in and kicks their booties. Jack has to stroll around with the baby to find its parents, but this is a labor of love, as he quickly goes gaga for this baby, and he can't bottle up his love for it. He bumps into the ogres once more, but won't let that rattle him, and with any luck, they'll die per Jack's sword. This has got to recap. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Back to the cast. Gotta recap. It is episode 52, the final episode of season four of Samurai Jack. Uh, Nick Montagani, I'm here with Brendan Riley. Brendan, we're, we're doing it. We're doing the thing. We're doing it. We're at the end of the original run. This is it. This is, yeah, how it all ended. This, this for... is the episode people were left with for years. <laughs> this can... Not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but like, can you see why I've been so excited to be like, see, Brendan, this is what people had to sit on for 13 years. Oh, I get it. I get it. Episode 52. This was how it all kind of ended for <laughs> Samurai Jack for a very long time. Um, certainly leaving people wanting more, I, I would think at the time. Oh, for um, sure. Yeah. And this was I the mean, the last one in that uh, marathon that they ran. Yep, that's all, that's also true. A marathon with other episodes that maybe would have fit better in this slot, but uh, I don't know. We'll talk about it. Um, but yeah, this this was kind of it for Samurai Jack for a long time. Uh, certainly, I think people didn't ever think that Samurai Jack would ever get a chance to come back and kind of like actually finish up the story that they had set up. I'm, I'm sure there was a lot of people who were not hopeful that such a thing would ever happen. Oh, yeah, that sort of thing didn't happen until more recently. Like, shows didn't get brought back once they were taken off. Yeah, that was, it was, when it was done, it was done. Mm -hmm. For better or worse. Yeah. <laughs> but, Brendan, that's, that's kind of the topic that I wanted to talk about at the top of the episode here. Um, lots of shows, just as you said in the past, where, where this was the case, you know, they got canceled or, or kind of put on hiatus like Samurai Jack did or, or you know, whatever happened to them. Um, lots of shows out there that have just been kind of left unfinished, mm -hmm. you know, building towards a certain point. And then, yeah, for, for whatever reason, no more episodes are made or released. And, and we kind of want to finish up that storyline. And, and many shows will never get the chance. But th there are yeah. some shows that I certainly I think both of us and many people out there are like wishing that they would bring back just to see like what they had in mind to, mm -hmm. to wrap it all up. Yeah. Um, so with that in mind, uh, I was going to ask, is there any specific show that you can think of off the top of your head that was left unfinished that you wish that they could bring back just, just to kind of like wrap it all up and, and, and see yeah, where, where it was going and see if, you know, it st stuck the landing that was set up over all this time. I can go first if you need a minute to think. Uh, no, I think I think I'm good. Uh the problem with it is though a lot of the ones that I would have said recently did like finish okay. up like Twin Peaks got their their ending. Well, 
kind you of. You want to say ending? <laughs> I'm not so sure, but I know what you mean. Uh, Invader Zim got the movie. I would still like to see oh, I the, forgot about that. the ending they had planned, because in the developer commentary on the DVD, they talk about having an ending in mind. And this movie was not that. Uh, so I would like to see them do that at some point. Um, it's fun because they, I think they actually did the exact same thing for Samurai Jack. I think I, if I, if I'm recalling re- correctly, Gendy was like doing interviews and was like, yeah, we were going to just release a movie sometime after like 2004 to mm-hmm. wrap it all up. And obviously they never did that. Did though. get the chance to, did get the chance to do that final season. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's, it's an interesting idea anyway. But yeah. go on. Sorry. Uh, no, that's that's fine. That was pretty much it. That and then like Arrested Development got brought back for better or worse. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. So a lot of the ones like I guess if I if I had to pick one that didn't get its time, I would probably have to go with like Firefly. I would like to see more of that. And that that really just got screwed by the the release schedule. They they released it all out of order. Bummer. All these years later and with like the kind of cult following that it's built up over like this amount of time and uh, what's his name who's on that show is like a big Nathan Fillion star. Yep. Or Alan Tudyk. I almost said Nathan Fielder. That's a different guy. <laughs> he would be great on Firefly, I think, though. Um, I'm surprised that that is something that has not yet been brought back in some kind of capacity, be it like another season of. The TV show or like a movie or something like another that. Another like movie, I, I, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's the kind of thing that people have been clamoring for. And like the way that I feel like a lot of TV studios work now or like streaming services, they're like very much caving to like fan demand for kind oh, yeah. of stuff like this. So, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that someone hasn't yeah finally pulled that trigger and, and, and made that happen. Might just be a problem of getting all the actors back together. Like some of them might not want to do it anymore. I think Nathan Fillion's on Castle, if that's still running. I might be dating myself now. (laughs) That was, I mean, you, we probably are both dating ourselves (laughs) because that is the most recent thing that I can remember him being a part of was castles. I only knew that because the toy store I worked at had a castle puzzle with him on it. Oh, that's awesome. I was like, oh, there he is. Alan Tudyk, a very busy man. Alan Tudyk, yeah. He's never stopped working. Uh, Tucker and Dale versus evil. Oh, what a movie. That's a great film. He was also in Star Wars, don't you know? He was he? Who was he in Star Wars? Yeah. He was the robot in oh, yes. uh, Rogue yeah. One. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that's a good choice that I feel like has a chance at mm. some point of coming back. I, I think that's a good pick. My pick, uh, I did you ever watch the Netflix show Glow? No. That's a, the women's wrestling one? The women's wrestling one, which is like based on a true story, um, yeah that th- that show was f- they had started filming. They've they've had three seasons of that show, and had started filming season four. I think they'd like pretty much completed one episode, um, and then the pandemic hit like immediately mm-hmm. as like they finished up the first one and didn't make any more. So I think Netflix kind of just put it on a hiatus, um, and then. Like eight months later, just said, actually, you know what? We're just not going to do it. We're just going to stop. Netflix kind of does that, though. There's a few shows I can think of like early on when Netflix started doing shows that they just did like one or two seasons and then dropped entirely. It's like a Netflix trope at this point. Yeah. Netflix canceling all of their programs. Don't get too attached to any Netflix show. No, it's yeah, it's that's a fool's errand. (laughs) Um, 
But yeah, Glow was like a really great show. And it was the, the, the season four they were making, they had announced, was going to be the final season of oh, that that's show. That's the worst. I know, which makes it <laughs> so much harder to take. And like thinking about it, um, like you and me were just talking about off air how like the current season of Barry, like we kind of feel like mm-hmm. Barry's the kind of show where like we don't want them to just keep going on and on forever. Like it, it would be nice if they wrapped it up in like a satisfying way, even yeah. though it's only been three seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, Glow is like the exact same thing, like them having announced that it was the final season. I'm like, yes, let's finish it. Let's see what happens to these ladies. I love every single character on the show. And I truly do love every single character on that show. Like they're all so well developed and like have like personalities where like, you know how they're going to react in every single scene of that show. <laughs> um, Yeah, it's 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 a really great show that like I wish that like they had gotten the chance to finish that fourth and final season. And like, I can sit here and think like, Ooh, maybe someday they'll bring it back. But like, I highly doubt that Netflix is ever going to. That's a bummer to that. I would say that I'd watch it, but if, if it's never going to end, then I don't know. It's not, it's, it is unfinished. (laughs) It is truly unfinished. And I don't think it ever will be finished. So like, I can understand that reaction. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll just leave it alone. It's worth a watch. It's, 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 I don't know. It's very funny. And also like. Yeah, the the characters on that show are really what like mm. pull the whole thing together. There's just every character top to bottom is like top notch. Um a great show. I don't yeah, I don't think they're gonna finish it, which is uh, so depressing. <laughs> um that's just Netflix for you though. Yeah, Netflix will <laughs> Netflix is not committed to anything. They'll announce a billion things and then yeah, it's <laughs> any one of them is liable to die at any moment. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that uh, what's that one that everyone loves? Stranger Things has gone on as long as it has. Yeah, especially because the first what is it? Season four now. The first three seasons were basically the same thing three times in a row. Um, Hot take. <laughs> I've only actually watched the first season of that show, so I can't. Yeah, well, you've seen it all basically. Okay, that's I. I kind of I kind of figured that I had. Yeah. <laughs> no, that show. Uh, it's uh, it's actually surprising that it's only been four seasons because I feel like it's been it's been on forever, so hasn't it? Yeah, I think they took a long break between seasons. Probably like the pandemic had something to do with mm. like production schedules on stuff like that. Uh, but those kids are all like old now and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got to be yeah a little weird probably watching season four, which I have not done and will not do for a long time, if ever. But I probably won't watch it now. Those kids are old now, Brendan. You know, they're not those <laughs> young whippersnappers that they used to be. Nope. I've seen them in it. At least one of them. Uh, speaking of young whippersnappers, Brendan, we <laughs> have a Samurai Jack episode to recap. Uh, so let's go ahead and talk about episode 52. Let's get it. Episode 52 of Samurai Jack titled Jack and the Baby. Jack and the Baby. Jack and Da Baby, uh, what's he say? There's a there's a da, there's a Da Baby thing. I have no idea. Uh, you know what? Let's not try to do Let's this. We're do too it. old for yeah. this. <laughs> Cut that. Also, Da Baby. I'm pretty sure Da Baby is canceled, so we can't speak <laughs> of him any longer. Uh, Jack and the Baby. Yes, Brendan. As we mentioned at the top of the show, the final episode of Samurai Jack for 13 years. Mm-hmm. 13. Wow. I actually thought it was longer than that. I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure season five was in 2017. 
So this would have been okay, yeah, yeah. September 25th, 2004, as we mentioned, mm-hmm. part of that series ending at the time, series ending marathon. This was the final episode that aired on that day. And yeah, the final episode that aired for more than a decade. A long time. Uh, Can and you the first one, imagine? The final one that aired on Cartoon Network proper too, right? The season five was on Adult Swim. Yeah, so if you want to get technical I do. about it. Um, you know I do. <laughs> if, if there's nothing else we do on this show, it's <laughs> we've got to get technical. Um, yeah, you're right. This was the end of the Samurai Jack Cartoon Network the, specific. The, the cartoon cartoon run. version of Samurai Jack. Correct. Um, yeah, which is funny because, you know, it gets brought back later with much more adult themes and like... This episode is maybe like the most childish episode of the show. I Although think that I don't know, I, there were a few points in this episode where I was like, yeah. "Holy shit!" <laughs> oh, wait a minute, we're we're doing this? <laughs> oh god! Also, there's blood in this episode. Uh, yeah, there is a little bit of blood. I yep. think. Yep. Yeah. Good call. I'll, I'll I'll call it out when we get there. But okay, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so Brendan, for one last time in the original run of Cartoon Network Samurai Jack episodes, uh, here, here we go. We're talking about episode 52, Jack and the Baby. Oh my God. It's kind of surreal, actually. Isn't it a little, yeah, it's, it's a little bit of an odd feel. We're here. We're doing it. We've made it this far. Um, yeah, 10, 10 episodes to go after this, but this is, yeah, momentous, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get into it. The whole s- opening scene of this episode is bathed in a beautiful golden light. Um, actually, really good animation and, like, scene work, I feel like, in this this entire episode. It's yeah. a very kind of pretty episode. It is, yeah, yeah. There is a little bit of jankiness uh, in this opening scene, but uh, overall, very nice. Yeah, it looks it looks nice. Um, beautiful golden light illuminating a peach tree mm-hmm. and there's a big old peach hanging off from one of the branches of this tree and Brendan right off the bat I'm horny as hell looking <laughs> at that peach <laughs> yeah I thought of that but then it's also got all the leaves sticking out of it and I was like it's a hairy ass <laughs> yeah, well you, you don't think that contributes to the way I'm feeling <laughs> please that only kicks it up a notch <laughs> Um, I don't like peaches, by the way. I, I uh, am yeah. not a fan. No, me neither. Got that going on. I don't know. It's just, I think I got that association of like the canned peaches covered in like all the yucky, sticky juice. The and like syrup. that just makes me feel, that makes me feel gross. Yeah. Uh, although I, one time I went peach picking, there's an apple orchard nearby that also has peaches. And that was kind of fun. Lovely. It was very nice. I didn't eat any of the peaches, but I had a no. good time pulling them off the tree. <laughs> My brother-in-law is from Atlanta, so, like, people are always saying, like, oh, you love peaches down there, huh? And he's like, why do we have to do this? <laughs> like, why do we have to have this conversation? I didn't realize that was uh, a thing. Yeah, Georgia peaches. I guess so, yeah. That's the thing. Um, but not for him. He's like, this is a useless conversation. <laughs> uh, the peach, it falls from the tree onto the ground, 
And from the distance, Samurai Jack wa- walks towards this peach. Brendan, this might be the janky animation you're talking about because Certainly it looks is. like he's walking on one of those moving sidewalks in an airport. Yeah, he takes like a step forward and rather than him moving towards the camera, his foot like slides back along the ground. It's a little weird. It's, he's like growing. He's like zooming in with his feet yeah. slip sliding on the dirt. Like a like a, little, a bad walk animation in a game where it doesn't quite match up with their speed. Oh, God. Like when they're walking upstairs, too, and they're like not stepping on each individual step. It's like stepping halfway between the yeah, steps and yep. shit. I know. Funny walking animations are like some of the best things that we have on this planet, Earth <laughs> of ours. Um, here comes Jack. He walks up to the peach. He bends down and picks up the peach. And very cheerily, he says, peaches. <laughs> He starts gathering up as many peaches as he can in his straw hat. As he's doing this, he hears a noise far off in the distance. He kind of looks up at it, not sure what's going on, and he ignores it and goes back to gathering his peaches and smiling up at the sunlight shining in through the trees. He's It's actually, yeah, it's a very pretty location. Not only is, like, the animation in this episode, like, very beautiful and well lit and everything, but like the specific location he's in right now is like a very serene, tranquil peach grove. Oh yeah, very nice place. I'd like to visit. Um, maybe not for everything else that's going on around here. But that's I know true. what you mean. Maybe <laughs> yeah, on a different day or after the events of this episode. Um, that noise returns, and it's very clearly a crying baby. Mm-hmm. So Jack drops all the peaches and runs towards that noise. The noise is coming from a cave. Um, As he approaches the cave and hears, he can hear some voices amidst the crying, the, the, the crying baby. There's also some voices speaking over that noise. Mm -hmm. Um, He peeks in to see there's a baby dangling upside down by a rope from its feet from the, the ceiling of the cave and three nasty ogres reading a book who are arguing over how to cook said baby. Yep. As you do. Typical ogre stuff. Mm-hmm. I would think hanging a baby upside down like that, that would be would probably kill the baby. Uh, depends how long it's been there. Kind of unclear. Yeah, that's true. Um, but for it being a baby, yeah, it probably maybe, you know, wouldn't take as long as someone like you or me <laughs> where we got a lot more blood and yeah, a lot, it's got to travel a much greater distance. <laughs> um, So Jack moves in to rescue the baby and Brendan, this is maybe the biggest problem. One of the biggest problems with this episode anyway is this scene takes several minutes and it's full of just unfiltered shrieking of this baby throughout yeah. the entire scene. The baby crying is really terrible throughout. Um, I think that's the point, though. Like, yeah. It certainly is. You know, that's that's what they're trying to do is, yeah, it's not an enjoyable experience for anyone in the scene. Um, but it's the least enjoyable experience possible for us, the people <laughs> watching this television show, yeah. Shrieking Baby. It's not great. Uh, it's miserable, really. I, I had to turn my television audio down several times over because of this shrieking baby noise. Um, so, you know, a good idea, maybe, you know, not a bad idea to have Jack and a baby, but like a flawed idea from the start when like this is how we're going to. When the We're baby's going to cry it. for 40% of the episode or more. Never, never a good idea. I mean, Yoshi's Island, 
a fantastic platformer on the Super Nintendo. Uh, Crying Baby Mario? No, 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 no. no well, let's, yeah. I, again, that's the point in that. You don't want him to be crying. You gotta go save his dumb ass. Yeah, I really don't want him to be crying, yeah. so I'm saving him as quickly as possible to stop that. So you know what? Yeah, you're right. They they know what they're doing, but I fucking hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jack climbs across the cave ceiling above the baby and uh, it looks up at Jack and smiles and stops crying. Um, now that the baby is silent, though, the ogres know something's wrong and uh, their big, ugly ogre faces look up at Jack, pulling up the baby by the rope. And uh, they're pissed that he's here to steal their dinner. Mm-hmm. I don't think a baby would be enough for those three guys. Yeah, each one of them maybe would need their own baby to yeah. feel satisfied, satiated, but um, they're going to split this one. Yeah, it seems, seems like a mistake. Maybe as like a side dish to some kind of larger thing. I don't know. You and me are now, <laughs> you and me are now arguing, <laughs> cooking this baby just as those ogres were. So maybe we're <laughs> ogres ourselves. <Like> possibly. <laughs> I've always said so, so it's finally come come to light. Um, Each of these ogres has like a different theme, which I think is very funny. I did like that. Yeah. (laughs) They all put on like little hats to like help us tell what their style is or like what kind of ogre they are. There's like a cowboy ogre. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's like a little sailor ogre with like a little sailor hat. Yep. He's got an anchor for an arm. Yeah, this is the other weird thing about them is they have, like, appendages where their arms should be. They all have, like, the themed hats, but also weapon arms that are themed to what they are for the most part. Mm-hmm. It's a really weird aesthetic. Yeah, I don't, I don't know with. why they did that, but I'm kind of into it. I don't know. Uh, they're strange characters. Um, the baby cries some more and is pulling Jack's hair and... Uh, he sets it down as the ogres attack. Um, Jack fights the ogres, but the baby starts crawling away and he's trying to kind of stop it from getting too far. Um, he reaches down and tries to like pull it back, but pulls off the baby's diaper. And then we get to see its little baby butt like shuffling away out of the cave. Yeah, they, they spend a lot of time rendering that. It seems like it's like mm-hmm. a carefully crafted baby ass <laughs> crawling away. <laughs> Yeah, like the little yeah chubby legs like, <laughs> crawling out of the cave. Yeah, they spent a lot of time. I mean, it was the money shot, you know, the, the best, <laughs> the big joke of this this opening sequence is, yeah, the little baby butt crawling out of the cave. <laughs> so, you know, the budget has to go where it's got to go. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, yeah, Jack, he's fighting the ogres. He scoops up the baby with the diaper and then runs off. Um, they chase... The ogres chase after Jack and the baby's crying intensifies and I want to jump off of a bridge. <laughs> um, Jack tries to calm the baby down, but it won't uh, calm down. Um, he climbs up a tree to hide from the ogres. He actually carries the baby in his teeth by the diaper. Yeah, I thought that was uh, fucking disgusting. <laughs> Awful. Maybe the worst possible thing you can do, even if it's a clean diaper. That's t- <laughs> yeah. a terrible also, Terrible to put myself in that place. We've already seen how easily the diaper comes off. And, oh, yeah. And he's climbing a tree with the baby dangling from his mouth. Yeah, like a mother holding its <laughs> like a mother cat holding its kitten by the scruff of the neck. He's yeah. carrying this baby up the tree by the diaper. 
it's terrible. It's a terrible thing. I mean, I guess he had no hands, but my goodness. Um, he hides high up in that tree, and uh, the baby's still fussing, but Jack accidentally bonks his head on a tree branch. Mm-hmm. Um, to which the baby stops crying and starts giggling. It's funny to see, you know, Jack hurting himself. Yeah, babies love slapstick. Uh, yeah, you know, babies, they're huge fans of the original vaudeville performers of... <laughs> Back in the day, um, the ogres run off and Jack hops down to the ground with a smiling baby. And he says, all right, now to find your parents. And off they go to find this baby's parents. Questions about those parents. I will have some at the end of the episode. It's a little strange. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jack, he goes off searching for a lead just to find these baby's parents. Um A farmer on a wagon points Jack in the direction of a nearby village, which is like this weird, like, junky tent city. Yep. Jack goes around the village showing this baby off to all of the villagers, but they all, like, shrug and shake their heads like, I don't know this fucking baby. I never seen that baby in my life. (laughs) That ain't my baby. I would never have a baby. (laughs) I got my own stuff going on, fella. Um, Yeah, he shows it off. Nobody, Nobody seems to know... Whose baby this is. Brendan, okay, this is really exciting for me. I hope it was as exciting for you. We have what I would consider to be the last significant moment that we will ever have on this podcast regarding the original run of Samurai Jack. Uh Uh-huh, (laughs) uh-huh. Jack walks to a large city with these tall onion-shaped towers in it, and he takes one look around and knows that he's not in the right place and walks away because inhabiting the city are these tall, blue, four-legged creatures wearing fezes and smoking big hookah pipes. <laughs> yep. I think we've seen some of these before, actually. I feel like was it It might have been early on, like episode one in one of the bar scenes. I think we saw some of these creatures sitting around smoking. Okay. That's possible. I would have to go back and check on that, but... They, they seem like they could have been the kind of character that was tucked away in the corner. Yeah, they feel familiar, like uh, like I have seen them before, and it could have been this episode that just, like, that scene stuck with me for some reason, but... Brenda, do you not know what I'm referencing here by no. my how my excitement with these characters? No. There's a reason they're so familiar to you. They're the final piece of the puzzle that is the opening credits of Samurai That's Jack. That's what it is! <laughs> <laughs> So we see them, we see them every single episode. Oh my God. How did I not put that together? Well, it's such an insignificant moment. Like even in the credits, it only lasts like a second, but they are the very final thing from the credits that we have not seen in some capacity. Oh, I feel like such a dumbass sitting here like they're familiar, but I don't know why (laughs) there. Yeah, there's a reason. (laughs) I'll tell you several minutes earlier. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I saw them in episode one. Well, actually, no, you would have seen them starting in episode two they and then every episode, episode after. One, yeah. It's the only episode you didn't see. <laughs> it's the only in. episode you wouldn't have seen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that's really funny. I can, I mean, that's, it's, it's such a throwaway moment. But for me, I'm sitting there like, oh, that's it. <laughs> um, And it does, like, even just thinking about it now. Like, you wouldn't have had this thought because you didn't notice until now, but, like, it seems like such a throwaway moment that they they purposely inserted into this episode just to say that they satisfied all of the scenes from the opening credits. Yep, yep. Very much 
I I very well could have been, and I want to believe that that's why they did it. That's like uh, we've shown everything else. This is the last episode we're probably ever going to get to do. <laughs> so let's yeah, let's get these guys in here, even if it means nothing to the episode. Oh man. Well, with that said, Brendan, uh, I've got a little knowledge test for you. All right. We uh, have watched this show. We've watched these opening credits for 51 episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to read to you all of the different scenes that we see in the opening credits of Samurai Jack. And I want you to tell me what episode uh, those scenes take place during. Do you think you can do it? I can, but I also think there's one that we didn't actually see, but we tried really hard to fit it in somewhere. We'll get there when we get there. Okay. Okay. The very first one is kind of a, a gimme, and I'll I'll just say Jack and Aku's opening battle is described at the beginning of it, mm-hmm. and that's just that's just episode one. It's episode one, yeah. All right. The next scene, Jack is surrounded by the familiar characters Brobot, Home Slice, and Cole Lampkin. That's episode two. Do you, know, do you remember the name of episode two? Uh, no. <laughs> of course, it's the classic episode, The Samurai Called Jack. Ah, that's right. Yep. That's the one. The first one that had Jack in the title. First of many to come. <laughs> uh, Jack is running away from some British naval officer cats riding on the backs of crickets. That's uh, Jack Remembers the Past. It is, and it's it's weird to think that that was from that episode. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's how the episode opens, and we learn nothing <laughs> yeah. else about it. Episode goes in a wildly different direction than that. Uh, and yes, of course, the next scene is Jack is in awe of big blue pipe smoking aliens wearing fezes. <laughs> That's Jack and the baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack is fighting off a vicious monkey man who shoots ropes out of his pointy fingers. Uh, vicious monkey man. That's um, is that Jack versus Mad Jack? It is. He's one of the bounty hunters that yep. he has to face. Uh, it would have maybe been better for him to fight the chibi Chewbacca. I would but... have been so excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is maybe the one you were talking about, Brendan. Jack is swimming underwater. Yeah, I, we don't. And he passes like a big fish skeleton. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think we ever saw this exact shot, but I think we no. settled on it being Jack under the sea. It's it's kind of a combination of that. But then also Robo Samurai versus Mondobot, where Jack is actually oh, swimming right. on yep, his own. Yep. I would um, say probably we should go with that one then, because in Under the Sea, he he's never really swimming. He's in that weird gross fish thing. The weird fleshy fish with the brain nodes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. So it's kind of somewhere in the middle of those two. But yeah, I, you've, you've got that one right. Uh, Jack is fighting off some critcholites. Uh, that would be Jack the Woolies and the Critcholites. <laughs> good. That's a good guess. And you're absolutely right. Uh, two more. Jack fighting off some bugs in the blackness of space. Uh, that is uh, Jack in space. I think it's what that S- one's called. Simple as that. Yeah, yeah. Don't overthink it. That's exactly what it is. The final sequence uh, before Jack walks directly into the camera and opens up his eyes and we see the title that is Samurai Jack. Uh, the <laughs> final sequence is there's some robot mobsters firing machine guns. Uh, that's Jack and the gangsters. Of course it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brendan, uh, you did very well. Thank you. I 
couldn't have possibly been more excited when I saw yeah, these big blue <laughs> aliens appear on the screen. I'm like, finally, they're doing. And it totally is that thing. They're like, oh, shit. Like, we forgot to ever do that. Like, we really got to just, like, <laughs> slide these guys in here. I can't describe how extremely disappointed in myself I am for not it's picking okay. up on it's, it. They're, they're not remarkable characters in this episode uh. or in the opening <laughs> s- credits of Samurai Jack. So no big deal. <laughs> um, yes, Jack is still trying to find those baby's parents, but it seems like it's not going to happen on this day. So he gives up for the day and makes a camp out in the woods. Uh, the baby won't stop crying. There, there, little one. The fire will keep us warm tonight. My mother used to tell me a story when I could not sleep. Would you like to hear it? Okay. Long, long ago in the land of my ancestors, there lived an old woodcutter and his wife. They loved each other very much. Yet, they were often sad for they had no children. Uh, and Brendan, the story is actually... The story he tells is an actual Japanese folktale. I looked this up. Yep. Um, I actually knew that because uh, this character shows up in Okami and pretty much every named character in that game is a Japanese folktale. I did not know that. And that's a game that I've played, but I didn't remember that. Shows up in the big city towards the end, asks you if you'll be his loyal servant uh, and he offers to give you dumplings. Uh, That's very consistent with what we're about to talk about here. So that makes total sense. Um, yeah, I thought that was fun that they went with an actual Japanese folktale that Jack probably would have heard from his mother. Yeah. Um, and he's going to present it to this baby. And it's fun because now the episode kind of the animation style changes a little, a little bit over to like a storybook kind of fashion a yeah. little bit. I like the animation style. Uh, it's got like. The, the lines aren't consistent like they are in the rest of the show. It's more of like a, if you use the stroke tool in Photoshop, you have like line weight differences throughout it. Mm. It's kind of nice. Yeah. It's fun that they switch it up. It is kind of like in uh, Aku's fairy tales when like mm-hmm. Aku is reciting all of the different stories. It does change to like, yeah, much more of like a storybook style. Yeah. It's a fun idea. So, Brendan, let's let's tell the story. Uh, there's an old couple that couldn't have any kids. Uh, And one day, a big peach floated down the river as the woman was washing clothes in the river. Brendan, seeing this big peach flowing down the river, I'm fucking horny again, my dude. (laughs) This is a story about a baby, Nick. (laughs) This is an episode about a baby, but I can't help the way I feel. Uh, Well, it's been fun, everyone. (laughs) Canceled. Thanks for tuning in. She served the peach to her husband for dinner, which, Brendan, I must say, is a shitty dinner. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, when you're poor, you got to do what you got to do. That's yeah, You got to eat what you got to <clears throat> eat. I I mean, my feelings <laughs> on peaches, regardless, if somebody uh, put a peach down on a plate in front of me for dinner, I'd be like, what the fuck are we doing here? I'd rather starve. <laughs> Uh, But the husband, he's very excited and wants to dive straight into that ass. (laughs) Um, It's kind of fun because Jack is doing like the voices for the character in this story, too, which is like different than I think anything he's ever done. He's very playful in this episode. Yeah. Yep. The peach cracks open and inside of it, there's a little baby boy who tells this old couple, hey, I was sent from heaven to be your son. (laughs) 
These are all real details from the real folktale. So yep. um, they named the boy Momotaro, which stands for Peach Boy. <laughs> yep. I actually double checked this as well just to make sure. Uh, that it was the character I was thinking of. And when I looked it up, it said Momo Taro, which translates to Peach Taro. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is Taro? <laughs> so what does Ham Taro stand for? Uh, a hamster boy, probably, I guess. Or Cute just ham boy. hamster. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. Uh, hamster, don't make me start singing the hamster dance, Brendan, or oh. we'll all be in trouble. Ham Ham's gotta unite. Deba dee da dodo some would say. <laughs> um, little Momotaro, he grows up to be a strong little boy and can fell trees with one swing of his father's axe. George Washington style. Or I guess he wasn't famous for cutting down trees really well. He was just famous for cutting down that one tree. And the one tree, yeah. about it. Yep. <laughs> one tree hill. That's what we're talking about. What is happening anyway. right now? <laughs> He uh, offered to offer is kind of a weird way to describe that. He tells his parents he wants to travel to Ogre Island and defeat all the ogres that have been plaguing their land. Mm -hmm. So he sets off on a quest to Ogre Island, um, meets some animals along the way, which, yeah, just like you mentioned earlier, he feeds them dumplings so that they will join his RPG party. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, there's a dog and a monkey. And a pheasant. And this is the monkey that uh, was on the HBO cover slide thing that made me think this mm -hmm. episode was going to be about monkeys. Very little monkey focus in this episode. <laughs> this is pretty much all you get. Um, they sail off to Ogre Island together, and uh, there, there's a big fortress just full of all these different ogres, and working together with the animal's kind of special skills, uh, Momotaro overtakes the ogres in a big battle. Uh, Brendan, there's a little bit of shaky cam in mm. this particular sequence, but not too bad. Nope. Nothing, nothing so far has been as egregious as Never. the first yeah. time. Nope. No, they learned their lesson the first time because <laughs> of the talking to that we gave them. <laughs> Thank so they God. Really, yeah. yeah. Good for us. <laughs> um, yes, they defeated the ogres and the ogres surrendered and gave them all of their treasure and Momotaro went home to his parents with the treasure and the animals and they all lived happily ever after and that's the story and it cuts to commercial so it's not really like that funny of a story nope or even like really a i mean it is it is relevant to like what this episode ends up being like they call back to the story but like it's not really relevant to like jack finding the baby and then like trying to find the parents and all this shit it's kind of just like a random story that he tells and it's kind of just yeah a plain story for actual babies <laughs> Well, I mean, I think the, they they tried to tie it in because he found the baby in the peach orchard. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. And that's kind of it. Uh, <laughs> that's it. That's really it. And it's a story yeah, it's, about a baby being strong and he wants this baby to be strong and stop so fucking crying. So it's like this whole episode is like they wanted to do a retelling of the Momotaro folk tale, which is like such a weird premise for them to go to, especially <laughs> for what is the final episode of Samurai Jack for 13 yeah. years. They easily could have just made an episode where Jack like visits a town and then like tells the local children a few different Japanese folk tales. That would have been totally fine. That 
might have been interesting if they played it like the other side of like Aku's fairy tales. It's mm. like, okay, here's, they could have literally named the episode Jack's fairy tales. And I, like that might've know, been yeah. really interesting. That could have been really cool. And I actually think that would have been a really great way to end the original run to mirror the finale of season one. Yeah. I would have been down for it. Um, but no, we're, <laughs> we're doing a, a parody of Momo Taro in this episode, <laughs> I guess. Uh, it cuts back from commercial. It's the next day. The baby's stomach growls, and Jack doesn't know exactly how or where he's going to feed the baby. Um, through the forest, <laughs> he sees a baby deer sucking at its mother's udders, mm-hmm. which I didn't even know that deer had udders, which is, I'm not even convinced they do. I don't think they have udders, no. It looks, the way they draw it, though, is very much yes, like a cow's They, they definitely udder. drew udders here, but I don't believe that, that that's what they are. So. I don't think so either. Just teeth. Uh, <laughs> the baby, though, likes what it sees, and he, he licks his lips and <laughs> wants a little bit of that action. Um some goofy music starts playing that's very much like something ripped out of the new Super Mario Brothers series. Ah, uh, see, to me, it sounded like it was straight out of Katamari. That is an and even better like, description. They are going real hard on the, the Japanese stuff here right now. <laughs> this fun music starts playing and Jack hollows out a big fruit to make a bowl and then, yes, Brendan, we proceed down what becomes what maybe is like the grossest sequence that we've ever had on Samurai Jack. And it just gets grosser and grosser until it's over. <laughs> Progressively worse. Jack has got to get this baby some milk. So let's go find what animals in the forest can produce said milk for the baby. Uh, Brendan, here's my 30-year-old reference. Uh, Brendan, I've got nipples. Can you milk me? Honestly, I was thinking of that the entire scene. <laughs> <laughs> no, so lie. Old. no lie. No uh, lie. So actually, old. not the entire scene. Once we see the possum, I was like, well, yeah, possum's got nipples. You can milk anything with nipples. Can you milk it? <laughs> uh, Jack does name the baby Mr. Jinxie. <laughs> uh, and Jack's real name, it's revealed, is Gaylord Fokker. <laughs> oh, man, we're old. I'm so sorry to everybody listening to this episode. <laughs> I know I wasn't going to apologize after last week, but this needs an apology. We're sorry. We are sorry for this. And we're sorry for what we're about to describe of this horrific scene. Um, yeah, Jack's got this big hollowed out fruit and he sneaks up to that deer and starts milking it into the bowl yeah, it's splashing down just like a cow would do. Yep. Um, the deer notices Jack and kicks him away and knocks the milk bowl up into the air and it lands on his head and splashes all over him. <laughs> yeah, oh, gross. gross. <laughs> it's fucking disgusting. I do like that the deer kicks Jack straight in the face, though. I thought that was a fun bit. That's good. Yeah. Jack takes a beating trying to get some milk for this. <laughs> the deer baby. and the fawn kind of like share a glance like, check out this fucking guy. <laughs> and he kicks him right in the face. Saint your milk, dude. <laughs> um, Jack finds a possum with lots of babies hanging from its little possum nipples. <laughs> he plucks off all the little babies one by one and then tries milking these tiny possum nipples 
I have written down in my notes, Brandon. I didn't even know this. I have written down. He tries milking them like he's uh, Greg Fokker. So (laughs) I'm broken. I'm a broken man. (laughs) The scene goes on for an excessively long time. It's making like rubber squeaky noises the whole time. He seems to spend hours trying to milk this possum with no results. I'm not sure. Yeah, if he thought just at a certain point he was going to, like, break the vein and then all of the milk would come out of this thing, which would have been (laughs) disgusting. But in any case, yeah, we're forced to watch Jack just forever rub this possum's nipples. (laughs) It's really just going on a tweaking spree. (laughs) Hey, he's got to find, yeah, some excitement wherever he can get it. Um, He finds a humongous moose thing. Yeah, yeah. this is the, the grossest one of all. It's like a, a giraffe-sized moose mm-hmm. uh, grazing from the top of a tree, paying no mind. And beneath this moose's <laughs> under section is a humongous graphic udders. It's yeah. <laughs> disgusting. They look like penises. It's fucked up. It's There's like four, yeah, four gigantic moose penises, big pink <laughs> moose penises. Um. Yeah, they're like they're even like like ribbed. Yeah, it's it, uh, awful. Uh, I know. I don't even like to think of it. Um, <laughs> and then Jack, what, and then how the scene resolves too. <laughs> Fucking disgusting. Jack, Jack gets a running start and leaps up into the air and grabs onto one of these utters like those big poles that they'd have to slide on in Ninja Warrior. Like they yeah. get the running start and then slide down the thing. Um, Brendan, in my notes, I actually looked up what that specific obstacle was called in Ninja Warrior. I didn't find it, but this is really cool. I found a website that fucking sells and installs Ninja Warrior obstacles that you can have at home. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. Every time you like watch that show, it shows the people at home on their like backyard courses where they've got them set up. We got to start like a GoFundMe so you and me can install that and then (laughs) never use it. I knew a girl in Vermont who did that, uh, and she worked at a gym nearby that had all that. Uh, and I That's always wanted rad. to go, but it was $60 per session. And I was like, fuck that. Ooh, I'm sure. Yeah. A bunch of rich Vermont hippies up there. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I'll give this a shot. Like, I'm going to pay $60 really to me. fail at Ninja Warrior. <laughs> I would maybe do it. Yeah. If it was like multiple sessions, but yeah. 60 per that's, yeah. that's pushing it. Mm hmm. Uh, and also, you and me would be terrible. I would be awful at it, yeah. So, um, but nonetheless, I thought that was a fun thing to look up, and we will certainly be buying those and film it for like a bonus episode on our YouTube channel, and everyone can enjoy <laughs> oh, that yeah. together. Um, yes, he leaps up onto this big teat of the moose and uh, gives it a mighty squeeze, and a geyser of futuristic moose milk bursts into the makeshift fruit bowl beneath this mighty beast and i feel completely sick i need a shower after this scene it's fucking horrid it is disgusting one of the most graphic things we've ever seen on this show and i really just can't believe they even inserted this entire sequence we just described into the episode if if the show hadn't already been canceled this would have done it this would have been it (laughs) yeah they have released that these days and people would have been like, uh, you sure about that? Hmm. <laughs> All funding pulled from Samurai Jack after that. Um, the baby takes a big glug of raw, unfiltered moose milk 
And Jack gets his fill, too. He's got, like, moose milk dripping down his chin. I, like, want <laughs> to vomit. I know. It's awful. Um, and Jack is bouncing the baby on his knee. My goodness. What a hungry little fellow. Are you feeling better with a full belly? Oh, yes. Me, too. We best get on the road, then, my friend. Are you ready to travel? You look ready. Very strong and ready to go. Yes, you do. It seems like Jack could actually be like a good dad if he ever got the chance. Yeah. You know, him and the baby seem to really get along and yeah, his, his fatherly instincts are kicking in at certain points in this episode. So I'm not sure. Yeah, if he'll ever, you know, raise a son. You don't know what happens in season five of Samurai Jack. But I don't know. The man could do it. They're... uh about to walk off, but the mischievous young baby crawls away from him through a hollowed-out hollowed log, uh, and Jack chases after it. But then a raccoon carries the baby into a hollowed-out tree with a big rabbit hole in it. Mm -hmm. There's a good gag of Jack pulling, like, dozens of rabbits out of the tree trying yeah. to find the baby. I like that bit. He just goes good faster joke. and faster and keeps pulling rabbits out. <laughs> More rabbits, yeah. Never-ending supply of rabbits, but no baby to be found. Um, the baby has actually climbed all the way up to the top of the tree, climbs out onto a very thin branch and is about to fall and uh, does start falling. But Jack dives and catches the baby and he smiles at it and playfully tells the baby like, oh, I'm not going to let you go again. <laughs> um, and then the baby, in response to that, shits its pants with a big cartoon stink cloud. Yeah. And the, one of the most disgusting sound effects in the show. It's like they actually recorded like the wettest fart they could. The biggest, wettest, nastiest, yeah, brown, stinky fart in the diaper <laughs> of a baby. So, Brendan, I guess that whole thing we just talked about was supposed to be like the fun portion of the episode. <laughs> I guess so. It's not the most fun I had in the episode, though. It's not the most fun I think I've ever had in my life. Um, <laughs> but it's probably at least like top six, I would say. Um, That was... That whole thing was horrifying to watch, to write down, to describe right now. So let's just please, we'll we'll move on to the next segment. And erase it from our minds, if possible. <laughs> if, if I can. I'm scarred. I'm really scarred. <laughs> uh, later on, they're walking through the forest, and a thunderstorm breaks out. And the baby starts to sniffle a little bit, and Jack fashions some leaf hats for himself and the baby to try to shield them from the rain. Um, they keep walking, but Jack stops as someone is standing in their way and it's a robotic bounty hunter, hunter that's kind of fashioned like a old, like French musketeer. I love this guy. This is my favorite part of the episode. Uh, his accent is a fucking hilarious. You are my <laughs> bounty. <laughs> yeah. He literally goes. Oh, 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 oh. The robot's got, like, chest hair sticking out of, like, his little vest, even though it's a robot. I know. He's great. Um, Jack sets the baby down next to a big puddle and uh, tries to distract it. Like, hey, splash around in the mud for a while while I while daddy does something over here. <laughs> um, and it does splash around and roll around a little bit. But Jack stops, starts fighting and the baby stops playing as it looks up to see Jack locked in this vicious battle with this robot. And... Uh, some tears start welling up in the baby's face as it's kind of seeing like these violent events. Um, but <laughs> the baby's tears are replaced by a stunned look as Jack 
cuts the robot in half and its robot torso flops to the ground right in front of the baby and its <laughs> dead open robot eyes stare directly into the baby's face. <laughs> really fuck that baby up. Yeah. This baby has seen some shit, which will be a theme later on in the episode. <laughs> um, pays off in a big way. <laughs> <laughs> it pays off, all right. Uh, Jack picks up that baby, and it starts sneezing, and it's getting sick in this weather. Um, and Jack takes it to a cave and gathers up some herbs to make it some medicine. Um, but the baby won't take the medicine. It's like coughing and groaning as it rests like near a fire. Um, and Jack offers to get the baby some food where there's a nice, like two second shot of Jack in his samurai diapy, like spearing some fish out in a stream. Yeah. Very quick sequence. It cuts immediately back to the cave of Jack trying to feed the fish to the baby who won't take that food. Um, Jack is panicked and not really sure what to do. And the baby starts trying to mutter something. And Jack is like, what is that baby? And leans in really close to hear what it's trying to say. Um, Brendan, you might not know exactly what it says if you didn't have your subtitles on. Doesn't it say mama? No, actually, it doesn't. And that is what I thought it said at first, which didn't make any sense. It says Momo. The reaction that Jack has, but it does say Momo, uh, okay. which, as we should know, stands for peach. Yep. So the baby wants a peach. Jack knows that, and he's determined. He's going to get these, this baby some peaches, God damn it. Um. Cuts back to the peach grove from the opening of the episode, and Jack sneaks in with the baby. Uh, the ogres are still here on patrol, kind of walking through the trees. Mm -hmm. um, Jack snatches a peach off of a tree and feeds it to the baby, which does start to perk up a little bit. Um, but as Jack is feeding the baby, the ogres spot him and recognize him from before. Um, there are a few more ogres now. There's like a businessman ogre. I like the like accountant a, ogre <laughs> with like the big dick nose. It's <laughs> yeah, it's just he's he's an odd character. The even weirder one to me is there's like just a nondescript ogre that's wearing overalls like his theme is overalls. <laughs> yeah. And then also in a minute, there's an ogre that has like a silver mohawk, too. So they kind of like had themes up through businessman, accountant, <laughs> ogre. And then after that, it's like, well, what else can they wear? <laughs> um, Yeah, these ogres are happy that Jack's back because they still want to eat the baby. Mm -hmm. Which, again, now that we know there's now even there's more six of them. Of them. Yeah, what are you, <laughs> baby's not enough. Simply not enough. They'll need, yeah, maybe... At least three babies, but we're, we've, we're only looking at one. So um, Jack stands up and slings the baby out of its blanket high up into the sky and leaps through the ogres and then catches the baby in the blanket and ties it up and and slings it across his back like a baby wrap. Yep. And um, that, that again, that can't be good for the baby. He just like the way he just like threw it around and the way he catches it in the blanket and spins it like a towel. <laughs> hurdles it through the air and then yeah like snaps it like a belt like <laughs> yeah not not good they tell you not to do these things i but, guess jack's um, never heard of shaken baby syndrome well you know he's he never had a chance to learn he didn't take a <laughs> uh, health class in like eighth grade so he doesn't understand <laughs> um but yeah he's got the baby on his back but the baby can actually see the entire fight that jack is about to get into um jack starts fighting these ogres 
there's a football ogre that calls out a football play, which is 68, 43, 71. I'm going to stomp your bones. <laughs> yeah. uh, why, why is the football uh, ogre wearing a rugby helmet? Uh, it's also kind of like an old timey uh, football I helmet. Yes. Yeah. They used but- to wear those back in like the. 40s and <laughs> back before they 50s. knew about the permanent brain damage that football comes with. Uh, these ogres are not concerned with CTE, <laughs> they're concerned with baby ease. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> it was good, it's the best one yet. <laughs> uh, I'll be here all week. Um, the ogres attack Jack with their multi purpose weapon arms. Uh, Jack knocks them around. The cowboy shoots its gun arm at Jack, which really just has a lasso gun that reels him in. Does anybody have a real gun on this show? I feel like it's always a trick. Yeah, we've seen real guns in uh, the last episode. Or was it the one before? Oh, that's fair. X-49 had a real gun. There's a lot of guns where, yeah, I feel like what's going to happen is like a little flag will pop out that says bang. (laughs) Like the Joker? Yeah, exactly. Um. Jack, yeah, he he lassos Jack, but he breaks free and defeats that overalls ogre, uh, which, by the way, Brendan, he cuts it up, and uh, these ogres have actually been robots the whole time. Right, which brings me to a point that I almost made earlier, but decided to hold until now. Why do these robots need to eat the baby? Do, do they need to eat, or are they just is it just for fun? I don't understand. Could just be the way they're programmed to be sinister <laughs> ogres that would eat babies. But you're right. They don't need this kind of sustenance. Well, at least I don't think they would. It seems, uh, I don't know, it, uh, in a, not inappropriate. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. It seems wrong. It's out of character for robots that I know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many robots run on organic material, specifically baby blood. <laughs> but I guess these ogres are it. And why they need to season it. Like, do they have taste receptors? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Why Why was it such a big deal? Why did they have to argue about it for what seemed like hours? Could have just, yeah, tossed it back and gotten the energy they needed and none of this episode would have ever happened. Nope. And those uh, ogres would know. still be alive. They would be. Yeah. If they had just stuck to the robot code. But nope. <laughs> they had to stray too far from their robot god's orders and Jack made them pay for that. <laughs> Um, that's a good point, Brendan. I hadn't considered that. Um, but the robots, robot ogre, ogres, their appendages are flying all over the place. The baby is watching this gruesome battle very, very closely. Um, the accountant businessman ogre launches missiles at Jack. Um, the mohawk ogre blasts a flamethrower at Jack. Mm-hmm. He cuts the head off of the businessman ogre, uh, but its nose is also a missile. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's got a, it's a, it's a literal red rocket on his face. Mm-hmm. And so the the dick nose bit earlier. Hey, just wanted nice. to just wanted to make sure that landed. It's all coming together. <laughs> very good. Also, it's very brutal the way he cuts its head off, and we watch it fly through the air. Well, so this is the thing, like he he cuts off the head and then that final missile, Jack redirects it into the other Mohawk ogre's gun arm, which explodes. So now there's just a head of that businessman ogre sitting on the ground and Jack plunges his sword straight down into its face, which we linger on for like a moment too long. Yeah, yeah. Brutal. It's brutal. 
Yeah, it's a brutal kill, which the baby, again, is watching all of this happen. Um, The football ogre launches a big spiky football at Jack, um, which Jack knocks away through the sky back towards it. And that stupid fucking ogre runs after it saying, <laughs> I got it. I got it. And it catches it. And then it explodes. Mm-hmm. So, stupid. Ogre. 68, 43, 71. I'm going to stomp your bones. Uh, Jack, yeah, kind of read that play and called an audible and, yeah, kind of took down the offense on that one. That was almost good football talk that I had there, but even I barely know what I'm saying. All of it was lost on me. Something about, <laughs> Omaha. Something, something about uh, books on tape? Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm lost. It's all right. Let's move uh, on. <laughs> moving on. Uh, the sailor ogre is the only one that's left and he shoots a big anchor on a chain out at Jack. Like mm-hmm. he's the boss from the Zonus stage in Star Fox 64. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a pull. That's my, now I'm comfortable, baby. Now I can make as many references <laughs> as you need me to. This is Zonus. <laughs> is that any way to greet a girl? Anyway. Um, <laughs> Jack does a barrel roll to avoid that attack. Uh, it's another, every, another it's, it's another one. Yeah, I got, I got it. I got you. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, every time this anchor hits something, it plays the same uh, anvil strike sound effect. Oh, that's good. It happens like eight times in this scene. Did you watch the uh, uh, Beatles Get Back documentary on Disney Plus? I did not, no. Um, there's a very funny bit where they were rehearsing um, Maxwell Silver Hammer, which is not on Let It Be, but like a lot of the songs from Abbey Road, they were also like writing during that mm-hmm. same session. Um, and they have a fucking guy in there with like a big anvil and like a little hammer who's not in the band, but like is playing the bang, bang, like the clang yep. on the thing. And he's just so happy to be there with- Oh, I imagine. Paul and the boys. I, I would- I would have loved to have that job. The anvil guy. For the rest of that guy's life, he anytime somebody came over, he sat them down and put on that record and go, here, listen, listen, listen. Hear that ting ting? That's me. I clang, that. clang. <laughs> Credited as clang, clang, man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the guy had like an actual job, but like there was no bigger smile on his face in that documentary than when he's banging the anvil with the hammer. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. That is a dream job to be sure. <laughs> You wonder if, like, when Paul McCartney tours now, if, like, he ever plays that song and has someone on stage with just, like, a big-ass anvil clanging I, it. I don't think Paul McCartney likes that song very much. I highly do. I it. think most of them don't. I think Ringo wrote that song. Or, no, maybe maybe it was Paul who wrote it. Somebody wrote it. The rest of them didn't like it because it's too dark. <laughs> I don't remember the exact story, though. There, it's... <laughs> That whole documentary is really funny. Ringo is the star of it because he's just like so pleasantly aloof the entire time. (laughs) Like they want to go play on the roof and they're like, nobody, none of us want to go play on the roof of the building. And Ringo's just like, I want to play on the roof. I would love to play on the roof. (laughs) I wrote a song about an octopus. Paul, I have this. Yeah, he literally is like, I have this new song. It's about an octopus. And Paul's like. Oh, that's great, Ringo. Yeah, we'll really we'll consider that. And he's clearly like talking down to him, like, "I'm that's really wonderful. Good for you." It's hilarious. 
Oh man. Well worth the watch if anyone out there has Disney Plus the the get back. Even if you don't like the Beatles, it's like a very funny moment in time of like these wacky drugged out hippies from the sixties, <laughs> like arguing with each other at their wits end, even though they're making millions upon millions of dollars oh, just yeah. to be and who they are. One of the most influential albums of all time. Of all time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh it's hilarious. Um anyway, that Anvil noise is also occurring, I guess, in this episode, is I think where that all started. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jack uh, dodges the attacks and then cuts off the anchor arm and cuts through that ogre, and that's that's the end of the ogre battle. Um, immediately following the demise of the final ogre, a woman's voice calls out from the forest and says, My baby! Yep. And a woman woman runs in with some other humans and takes the baby away from Jack. Where were they? That's what I was wondering. I'm also wondering why Jack didn't think to check the immediate area before taking the baby up a mountain. Yeah, he just took it off to like the nearest town instead of like even like turning his head to see if like anyone else was <laughs> here other than ogres. Yeah. Were they just yeah, waiting in this peach grove the entire time? I don't know, they're dressed in like rags, so maybe like possibly this could be like their farm or something. I don't yeah. know. It's very confusing to me, but yeah. <laughs> Immediately following the battle, the baby's parents are here so the baby's returned to his home, I guess. Um <laughs> Yeah. I was kind of expecting like a twist where they weren't his parents, just some other ogres that look like people. other robots. Yeah, that yeah. were <laughs> made to be a little more appealing to the eye. That's possible. Um, the mother, yeah, grabs the baby from Jack's arms and gives it a big hug and comforts it, but can tell something is wrong with the baby and uh, pulls him away from her and looks at the baby's face. And it now has a very thick, furrowed brow and angry face, much like we've seen Jack have time and time again. I absolutely love this bit. It's the funniest thing I think I've seen in the show for a while. <laughs> doesn't th- doesn't it start though with the baby with its eyes closed, and then it opens them up like very dramatically with like a music sting? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's exactly what happens. Yeah, angry baby face, and the woman is horrified to see her baby looking like this. She yells at Jack, says, "What have you done to my baby?" To which Jack responds. Your son has seen many things (laughs) and has achieved Sakai, which is the spirit of the samurai, Jack says. (laughs) And then he just walks away. (laughs) I love it. I absolutely love it. It's like that meme with the, no, Timmy, look away. It's too late, Mom. (laughs) I have achieved Sakai. (laughs) (laughs) The baby. Yeah. It's it, it's gone too far, too far gone. Jack can't help any further. Doesn't even <laughs> want to explain to the mother like what the the baby was up to the last few days. It's just like you know what, your baby's lost, ma'am. Good <laughs> good luck raising this one because it's seen some shit. Um, and Jack does walk away. And then the final shot of the episode is the baby in the mother's arms, and it raises its own little baby's up arms up in the air and yells, Momotaro! <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it was it was all worth it. <laughs> uh that's the end of the original run of Samurai Jack. <laughs> 
Oh man, I can't get over it. Oh, I was dying when I watched it. I'm dying right now talking about it. Now here's the deal, Brendan. <laughs> I th- when I watched this the first time, I was maybe putting it too much in the context of like this was the final episode of the original run of Samurai Jack. Even knowing what I knew that like the final episode was a wild thing that like people were probably pissed about for a long yeah, time. Yeah. Like I, I think I was too locked into that context. And uh at first I was I said to myself, and I was wrong, I said to myself, this is the worst episode of Samurai Jack. <laughs> no. But you know what? How much fun did we just have? Uh, I had a lot of fun. Um, there there were definitely... Oh, well, yeah, we'll talk about it. No, this is it. Go, go, let's go. The, after the cut. Hucha! All right. Uh, <laughs> there were definitely some parts of the episode that uh, that I didn't enjoy, though the entire milking montage... Terrible. ...could have done without. Horrific. Uh, the baby shitting itself could have done without. Disgusting. Uh, the, the baby crying in the cave and then in the tree immediately after. Insufferable. Yeah. Um... But the bit with the French robot uh, and this final scene where the baby just has Jack's face on it <laughs> kind of made up for a lot of it in my mind. Uh, Brendan, would you maybe call the baby Jack Jack? <laughs> I might. He does. Hey. I did want to mention that earlier. He looks exactly like Jack Jack from The Incredibles. But maybe like. Jack, Jack, like Samurai Jack, yeah, Jack. Yeah, and actually, while we were talking, I was thinking over how I forgot to mention it, and I did think of that, and I started thinking, did the Incredibles steal this baby and name it Jack, Jack because mm, of Jack Samurai Jack? As a reference to Samurai Jack. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting thought. Because it, it's Does, the design is like one-to-one, spot on. It's got the same colored hair, similar. it's got the spike, the, the head shape is the same, I don't know. When did the Incredibles? It was a few years after this, at least. I, yeah, it would have been years after. Uh, I would this say just, several years after, like 2010, I would put it. But I could be way off. It may just be an incredible coincidence that this, these hey. two babies look the same. Hey. Um, hey, you know what? I wasn't even trying to, but here we are. <laughs> um, yeah, Brendan, I, I, my initial read, I think, was wrong. I, I think it's a wild... It, it cannot be overstated how wild it is that this episode oh, yeah. was the final episode of Samurai Jack for 13 years. Ooh, yeah, and I, I think I can imagine that if we were doing this and there wasn't the fifth season coming up uh, and, and this was the final episode, I might be a little more sour on it. We might not have even ever done this. Yeah, probably, like, yeah. If this truly had been the final thing, like I might not have felt compelled enough. Not that like I think I mean, we'll get into it when we finally get there, but not like season five is like, it's incredible. It's the best television of all time. But like mm. it does like let us know that like there is some closure that we're going to get to yeah. on like all this stuff that we've talked about for 52 episodes now. It's going to wrap up in some way. <laughs> it's going to do that. So like we are going to feel somewhat satisfied that like, yeah. we get that chance later on. But like people could not have felt satisfied no. for the way that this ended no, I, first, I, for so many years. Yeah, I don't remember watching it at the time. I may have never seen this episode if I didn't watch that marathon. Um, So I, I don't have any like feelings towards it in regards to like nostalgia or being disappointed with it. Right. Um, So going into it 
mostly fresh probably this time with the knowledge that there's more and this being the fourth season finale two other ones of which were also random bullshit (laughs) (laughs) i i kind of expected as much and i think this one did a pretty good job all things considered uh but had it been the final episode huge disappointment (laughs) (laughs) i don't think it's one of my favorite episodes personally of the season um but i do think it's yeah more fun than i initially gave it credit for Mm -hmm. there are some really good silly bits in here um i have a very big problem with the things that you just said you have a problem with, like the crying baby aspect of it. Like it just never makes for appealing television or anything. Um, They had to do it because that's what you do when you have a story about a baby. But like, it's, it's really hard to sit through that. Grating. Yeah. Um, Hard, harder to sit through that or to sit through the milking scene. Uh, Who who can say? (laughs) And I did forget to mention at the time, the milking scene is where there's blood. A baby possum bites his finger and he, okay. He pulls it off and some blood comes out. Okay, I might I I I did miss that. Um, man, that's it just plucks those little things right. It's really disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, I can't speak of it any longer. Um, but those problems aside, there were some very silly moments in this, and 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 like it will stand out to me probably not as an episode that I think I will go back to, but like is an episode that I will certainly remember more than some of the other episodes we've talked about, even just this season. Yeah, for sure. Uh, It's notable. (laughs) Notable, not only for the historical context, but the actual content of the episode. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so Brendan, I guess that's all we have to say about the final episode of the original run of Samurai Jack. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Um, Wild Jack and the baby. Um, luckily, yeah, there is more to come after this, so we don't have to sit on a 13 year cliffhanger. Not even that this was a cliffhanger, this didn't set up what was to come next. There were so many other episodes in this season that would have been a more appropriate way for the show to end, but I guess it's like we've talked about like they didn't know that this show was going to end. No, nope. they certainly would not have used this as the final episode of the show that knew they knew that was a possibility. Yeah, I still think that they must have had these last four episodes made before the big hiatus and before yeah. this uh, marathon happened, and then they got canceled before these were able to air. And they were just pulled out just for the sake of having something else to go with Gendy's Star Wars cartoon. Yep. Yep. That makes way more sense to me than like them. Yeah. Producing these episodes over that year hiatus and then like pumping them out all at once. Um, That would make a lot more sense. So, yeah, maybe something like Jack versus Aku or like the Aku infection were meant to be like the final episode. Um, But just, yeah production schedules and and stuff it it made it it it, things shook out a different way yeah i think but i (laughs) this is what we were left with it was jack and the baby so (laughs) um but it is not all that we will be left with because we will be back to talk about season five eventually Mm -hmm. um in the not too distant future um and I'm very, 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 very excited for that, Brendan. F- excited for you specifically to get into season five and yeah. finally kind of see how it all wrapped up. Yep. Um, I, I hope that you enjoy it. I guess As I've I'll mentioned, say. I have seen the first episode. 
Correct. I watched it when it came out, uh, but that's it. After that, I'm completely blind, uh, and I'm pretty excited about it. There is lots of stuff to see. I can't remember if the baby makes a reappearance in oh, I fucking season hope five. So. Just this like, just this tall, lanky kid runs in. Momotaro! <laughs> I remember you. You set me down this path. Um, <laughs> I don't recall. It's it's entirely possible. In fact, I own, I would even almost call it likely that that will happen. <laughs> so time will tell. Um, before we do get to that, there's a few things we have to do. Um, which starts with next week's episode. Uh, which will be our season four recap and ranking of the episodes. Mm -hmm. Very curious to see where Jack and the baby finds its way onto each of our lists. I I haven't given it much thought yet, but I think it it might be higher than uh, you might Uh, think. Yeah, it's possible. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, We will find out next week. Um, But what we would love to find out is what uh, everybody else's thoughts were on Samurai Jack season four, uh, sort of as as a entire season, or you know which episodes were your most favorite or least favorite. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts you have on uh, season four in general, send them our way to gotta recap at gmail.com. And uh, we will be more than happy to read those on that episode next week to yeah, kind of see uh, where our thoughts line up with the thoughts of our community. Um, mm-hmm. So please definitely make sure to reach out to us with those. That's that's like our favorite thing to do on those episodes. Yeah, for sure. Yes, gotta recap at gmail.com is the email address. I would say get those in by Saturday for the best chance to appear quick, in the episode. Quick as you can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we... Yes, we will. We will try to leave as much time for those emails as we can. But uh, we gotta, we gotta, we've got our own production schedule to stick to here. <laughs> um, at gotta recap on social media, you can send your thoughts to us there as well. Um, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube. I don't know what our YouTube URL is, but you, you'll be able to find us if you take. Is a YouTube URL a thing? I'm so out of touch. I have no idea. <laughs> Brendan, we've got a TikTok. I signed us up for TikTok, but what? there's no Why there's no content this? on there. <laughs> so anyone going to the Gotta Recap TikTok, I'm sorry to say you will find a blank page, uh, but maybe we'll correct that at some point. Um, and also head to Spotify and Apple Podcasts to drop us a five-star review of the show. Uh, that would be immensely helpful. Uh, yes, our season-ending recap ranking next week then beyond that uh it'll be a few weeks off as we usually do between seasons we'll take a few weeks off before we start what is the final season of samurai jack the fifth and final season all those years later they finally cranked one out just to you know satisfy all the people this is where this is where it was all heading the whole time and uh, were were people satisfied? Will will we be satisfied? The only time can tell. Yeah, who knows? I know because I've don't. already seen it. <laughs> so <laughs> I know I know how I feel. Um, but Brendan, it's 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 been a wild ride. It's it's really like we said at the top of the show. Remarkable to think that we have made it all the way through what was you know Samurai Jack. What what was Samurai Jack for years yeah. and years and yep. years. Yeah, we're already the longest running Samurai Jack podcast out there. Pretty soon we'll be the only one that finished it. That's possible. I haven't done enough research, but um, I'm willing <laughs> I'm to claim that. They can, they can fucking come at me. 
They can tweet me at Gotta Recap. I think we're the longest running podcast in history ever of, yeah. of any podcast. There isn't a single podcast that has more than 52 episodes. Comedy, bang, bang, be damned. <laughs> never not funny. Never released an episode more like it. <laughs> we are at the top and we will remain at the top. Hell yeah. Uh, for years to come. Taking all challengers. Uh, <laughs> taking all challengers. Uh, if you come at the Kings, you best not miss. Uh, and you best not miss us next week when we recap season four of Samurai Jack. Uh, so we will see all of you there. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Momotaro! Momotaro!